Hello, hello, it's me, Joe Norton. Yes, I am talking to you from the bathtub, my favourite place to be, where I am most in flow. So why not hop in and join me? The water's warm, the bubbles are high, and we are tapping in to mind, body and soul. Oh, hang on, just a quick caution. There's likely to be swearing. That's just what happens when I'm excited and in the flow. So if you've got sensitive ears, you might want to scroll on by. See you in the tub. It's Tub Talks episode three. What are we going to talk about today? What are we going to talk about today? Don't worry, I'm not asking you. I'm asking myself. And when I say myself, I mean, I'm asking my soul self, I'm asking my higher self, I'm asking the beautiful inner wisdom, the flow that that flows through me, especially when I'm in the bathtub, which is obviously where I am right now. I'm asking that kind of part of myself, that version of myself, that me, what it wants to talk about. And there it is. There it is. It's just popped in. It's just popped in. And so what's just popped in? Yeah, I knew we were going to talk about this at some point. What's just popped in are the words, I am not enough. I am not enough. Those words have just popped in. And I'm going to tell you straight away, those words haven't just popped in because that's what I am thinking and feeling about myself. Those words have not just popped in because they are true, but that's kind of actually what what the message is. That's actually what I want to talk to you about around this because I am not enough. I'm not good enough. I'm not smart enough. I'm not pretty enough. I'm not strong enough. I'm not rich enough. I'm not happy enough. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not enough. That's probably something you have heard at some point, right? And when I say that's probably something you've heard at one point, I'm not actually saying that's probably something you've heard from outside of yourself at one point, although maybe you have. But what I'm talking about more than that is that that is probably something that your mind has brought you numerous times, whether it's brought it to you in those specific words or whether it's just brought that energy of not enoughness. I'm going to hazard a guess that it's brought it to you at some point and that it potentially continues to bring you that voice that says, I'm not good enough to do this thing. I'm not, you know, that, that starts to then compare us with other people and their apparent enoughness. It's a classic human program. It's an absolute classic human program. Like talk about, you know, a, a pandemic, talk about a, a demic of, of whatever sorts, like, This is the human, the human version of something that is running absolutely rampant inside us, inside our culture, inside our society. And so when I just said actually about how you may or may not have heard it from outside of yourself, you may or may not have right now when I say I am not enough when I say I'm not good enough, or you are not enough, you're not good enough, which you know I'm not truly saying to you, but just to see if that sparks anything in you and recognize that you may even be hearing that in someone else's voice. You may be hearing that in coming from the voice of, often it's going to be your mom, our dad, uh, some sort of significant figure when we're growing up, you don't have to be, but that is potentially 
how you're hearing it. And whether that person or those people actually said those words to you or not, I'm going to just cut through some of the bullshit here and I'm going to say it. The only reason that any of us, me included, took on that as a belief, the only reason that any of us actually ever felt shitty about that someone saying you're not enough, you're not good enough, you can't do this. The only reason is because we attached to it. We believed it to some degree, right? And so I am not condoning anyone telling anyone else they're not enough in any way. And I'm not saying, I'm not trying to to move any fault or blame anywhere here. In fact, I'm not assigning any fault or blame at all. But what I am talking about is claiming that total self-responsibility for the fact that we are the ones that then get to choose what we attach and believe, what we attach to and what we believe. And of course, at a young age, that's fucking challenging. And so let's talk about now, right now, as an adult, whether we're still choosing to attach to and believe the mind when it brings us thoughts like that. Because the thing that I have recognized more and more and more to be true in myself and in all of the people that I work with is that there is only ever one reason why a thought, a belief like that causes us pain, causes us pain to the point where we actually start to suffer. We suffer over that pain that it brings. There's only one reason, because it's not fucking true. Just seriously hear that for a moment. We hear the voice inside saying, oh, I'm not good enough. I'm not good enough to do that. I'm not as good as her. I'm not as good as him. Um, I'm not rich enough, not attractive enough, not clever enough, not outgoing enough, not friendly enough, not, you know, not enough in whatever way. We hear that voice. And firstly, the first thing for us to notice is that when we hear that voice, we are often believing we are that voice. We're believing we are that voice. And so we're believing that whatever the voice brings us, like, must be true. That must be how I'm thinking and feeling, right? Because it's my voice. And actually, again, I'm going to call bullshit on that. The reason why it feels painful is because it is not your voice. It is not your true voice. It is simply a thought that has been compounded into a belief by being thought over and over and over again that is then being shown to you just as an option. You know, what is a belief? A belief is something that started off just as a thought. And if you think about all the bloody random thoughts that pop into your head on a daily basis, right? There's so many of them that pop in that are just so kind of silly or nonsensical or nothing to do with anything. And so they just pop back out. That's what thoughts are designed to do. They're just 
random kind of options that are given to us that are supposed to pop in, pop out, pop in, pop out, flow in, flow out. But what happens is with any thoughts that seem to trigger something in us, they cause some form of pain or they cause some form of pleasure. It's going to set off a reaction inside that then goes, oh, that was interesting. Something's going on there. And so the mind says, oh, okay, well, let's just test this again. Let's just see if that was a one-off event that like some kind of trigger response, the feeling response was activated in response to this pain or pleasure. And so I'll send you that thought again and just see what happens. Oh, there it is again. Yep. There's that response again. And so I'll try it again and I'll try it again and I'll try it again. It's basically our minds trying to help us to make shortcuts. Our mind is trying to help us to make a shortcut. And so it is just testing something so that it can know whether we want that thing to be programmed inside us as a program, as a pattern, as a belief, as fact. It's trying to help us out with these shortcuts. And so eventually after it's gone, it's tested it a few times or even, you know, hundreds of of times, it says, oh, okay, this thing is useful to you. Because it's obviously like you're trying to hold on to it. You're trying to hold on to it because you are responding. Your body is responding with physical vibrations and sensations, those feelings, those emotions. And then you're thinking about it again. And then you're, you're attaching to it and you're, you're worrying about it and you're telling other people about it. So, oh, you must want to hold on to this thing. So I'll make it super easy for you, says the mind. And so it it puts it on the shelf in your mind labeled belief, fact. So that every single time that could be a useful, it thinks, program to bring you, it's like, oh, it's straight away here. This is just now what you believe. This is fact for you. And of course, once something is fact for us, then we simply live that experience. We're looking for the evidence of it. Then the mind's job is to constantly look for, find, and ultimately create evidence that backs it up. And so that's the only reason why this program running inside so many of us, this I'm not enough in some way, this not enoughness program, that's the only reason why it feels like it's so stuck there. It's the one program, it's the one kind of mind pattern that in all of the people I work with, including in myself, that we can seriously fucking beat ourselves up for still having this program. Like I bet as someone who's here watching this, listening to Tub Talks, you are someone who's already been on a personal growth journey to some degree, right? You've already done a lot of the mindset work. You've already kind of dug in deep. You're already expanding and awakening yourself in so many different ways. And what ends up happening there is that when then that program comes in, oh, still there it is again. I thought I'd got rid of this. Oh, I've worked on my mindset around this. I've been to the coaches. I've seen the healers and I'm still bringing this bloody program of I'm not enough. I thought I should have deleted it by now. Recognize what's going on there. Recognize what's going on there. 
us bringing in the judgment from that conscious part of our mind, us judging ourselves for still being in this place, still struggling, still having those programs, that is just another way that our beautiful mind, our ego part of ourselves is is trying to keep us safe and small by going, I'll just keep you like fearing. I'll keep you in worry because that seems to be the easiest way to stop you from truly stepping out where it might be dangerous. That's what's going on when that happens. And so actually the first thing is just to recognize that we don't need to delete this program. We don't need to delete this program. Can we? Yeah, we absolutely can. I mean, that to me is where hypnosis, hypnotherapy, and kind of really deep ways of being able to talk to the subconscious can be really helpful. But fundamentally, we don't need to delete this program. And it's one actually that can run inside us quite happily without us continuing to attach to it and believe it as long as we can wake the fuck up around it. And so rather than bringing in our conscious mind to be the judger of it, to say this fucking program again, this running again, then this is the space where we bring in consciousness itself, where we bring in the soul, where we bring in our higher self, where we bring in a more limitless, open, expansive version of us, that electricity that runs through us. This is the time to bring in that self, to be able to notice that here it is again. Oh, thank you, mind, for bringing me this option. Thank you, mind, for showing me this um, this program that's running that you love to just bring me and chat about, but actually I'm okay. I'm okay. I can notice that you're bringing that voice to me and I know I am not the voice. I am not the thoughts. I am not the mind thinking the thoughts. I am the observer of the mind thinking the thoughts. That is where the true power lies. And so I'm being guided to return to what is ultimately the absolute core and key to all of this. And it is the fact that when we think that, when we hear the voice that says, I am not enough, what happens? What happens? It feels fucking painful, right? It feels painful. And then from that pain, we start to judge and we end up suffering. And the mind tries to say it feels painful because it is true. The mind tries to say, I must be suffering here and feeling this deep pain around thinking I'm not good enough because that there's tr- the truth in that context, in the content of that sentence, those words. And that's not the case at all. 
That's really not the case at all. The reason it hurts so much is because it is not fucking true. The reason it hurts so much is because it's not fucking true. Ultimately, that pain and then that suffering inside, that pain is a signpost saying something's out of alignment here. Something is out of alignment here. And so what it's saying is, fundamentally, your higher self, your soul self, your true self doesn't believe it. It doesn't even like question whether it believes it or not. It just knows it is absolutely nothing to even like entertain. It is so far removed from who you truly are that it hurts. That's why it hurts, because it is so far removed from who you truly are. So if you imagine you've got your beautiful, higher soul self over here, you've got your true self, you in total beautiful alignment over here. And then you've got a sentence, a statement, a voice, some words over here, an energy over here that is so far removed, so um, far away from who you truly are, that it creates pain. And particularly it creates pain because you're bouncing in between these two things and you're having to go quite a far distance in between them. It is so removed from who you truly are, it causes pain. The bouncing back and forth is actually painful. So if you imagine, and if you're listening to this now rather than watching the the show version of Tub Talks, you imagine I've got my hands quite far apart, right? I've got my higher self, my soul on one hand. I've got my ego, my mind, those voices, that belief itself, I am not enough on the other. And just imagining spinning back from one to the other in that pain. And now imagine them trying to come together. Well, they can't come together when I am still holding that program of not enoughness. And that does not mean that I have to totally delete the program in order for them to come together. I simply have to recognize that it's not true. I simply have to recognize that it is not the fundamental truth of who I am. Are there places where it's actually useful for me to look at something and look at myself and go, yeah, I'm not actually very good at that thing right now. Or that's really not something that I love doing. And so I'm going to step away from it. Or I'm, you know, uh, you know, like accepting actually what's going on in this moment. Is that useful? Yes. But not from a place of judgment, not from a place of deep, lower ego. It is only useful when I can just look at it with curiosity, with learning, with expansion, when I can actually look at it from my soul. So from that place, I don't delete the program necessarily. I simply choose to put it down. I simply choose to remind myself it's not fundamentally the truth of who I am. And when I can put it down, 
then I can call that hand back up, that hand of mind, of body, of ego, of identity from a place of more wide awakeness. And then I can bring those beautiful hands together. Then I can realign the mind, the body, and the soul. And from that place, I'll tell you what happens. That program we said that we certainly don't have to delete It's just about us putting it down or any other belief or program that's running inside you that feels fucking painful. They start to release themselves from us. I promise you of that. They start to release themselves from us because they're no longer in our vibration. They're no longer what we are, who we truly are at a core level. They're no longer part of us. And so they have to release themselves. They have to. And of course, what happens from a neuroscience perspective is that because we have started putting it down, because every time that voice comes up and tries to say again, you're not good enough, you're not good enough, you're not good enough, you're not enough in some way, because we are choosing to simply notice that, hold space for it, allow it to just have it say, but then remind it that actually that's not true. Actually, we're totally okay and whole and enough exactly as we are. From that place, we release the attachment to it. And so what ends up happening in the mind and even in the neural pathways of the brain is that we stop trying to fire off things. We stop trying to find evidence to support it because our mind recognizes you keep putting it down. You keep putting it down. You keep putting it down. Oh, okay. You're just not focusing on it anymore. Must not be important to you anymore. Okay. Thanks for letting me know. I'll, you know, I'll at least move it to this like old dusty shelf in the library of your mind. I'll at least like take it out of like the the easy go-to collection of books. I'll put it in that, in like the back storage units, like just to bring out on like special occasions. (laughs) And actually, once it's been in there for long enough, we can, we can recognize, and this is certainly what's true for me right now, we can recognize that Even when our mind then wants to bring it to us, wants to try and find it, it goes into that like back storage room to try and find it. It's like, oh, hang on, hang on. I'm struggling to find it. Or I find it, but it used to be a massive, thick book with a hard cover. And now it is this tiny little thin paperback with dust all over it, just recognizing that it's kind of not been used in a long time. Maybe it's not needed anymore. That is the beauty of recognizing that any thought, any voice, anything that comes up in us, whether it be a thought or whether it be a feeling, that feels painful is simply a beautiful sign. And it's not a sign saying this thing is true. It's the total opposite. It is a sign that says you are out of alignment with yourself, with your true self, your higher self, your most limitless, beautiful self. This is fundamentally not 
true. This is not who you are. And this pain I am showing you so that you can recognize that and you can release at least the attachment to what I'm showing you. I'm so happy you joined me for a spiritual soaking. I don't know about you, but I am pruning up quite nicely here, so it's probably time to hop out. Make sure to hit the likes and subscribes and all that jazz, and I'll see you again soon for our next Tub Talks.